0: Sir, team, no sleep in the building. None at all. No those. Bro, bro, no those to, in the house. I almost forgot to bring us on camera. I was I was in the back vibing to the intro again. <laughs> there we go, man. There I we was, go. I to bring us on camera, man. God. Yeah, God. I was. I was. I was hitting. The... <laughs> <laughs> That's how you bring no, it. That's sure. how you bring that energy, though, brother. But what, what? Montel, what's happening now? It's uh, what's man,
1: Sunday? man? Sunday, man. We are doing good. It's the seventeenth.
0: Yes, we are blessed
1: again do another weekend man we're blessed to have sports again um you know blessed to have you know these playoffs kicking off entertaining everybody i'm happy you know um you know the one downer we you know we got to let them play movement in california with the high school sports you know big shout out to them you know um but uh we got to keep moving man with the professional stuff and long as we stay entertained and stay focused we're gonna be all right
0: Look at you. you 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 just wrapped up everything right there in, in like 5 minutes. You you done told uh, you did told the last show, this show and what we doing Hello. next week but yeah. um, Tell me tell me something. Let, let's talk about you. Man, I understand special day to day, brother. Let's let, let's give some congratulations and some happy birthday shouts out to the to the youngster in the
1: house. Oh bro. yeah, What's man. Yeah, my my, my my young queen, Sydney Morgan, Sydney Morgan Allen. There's her birthday today, 13. Yeah. My other little my other little queen, Alina Allen, her birthday was last week on the 17th. And I mean on the seventh, and then my daughter's uh Jordan's birthday is coming up the first week of February, man. So all my three daughters is their birthday coming up, so I'm I'm blessed, very blessed, love man.
0: Love it, love it, and uh, I like that name George. You know that that's that was my first born too. So my daughter is is a Jordan, named her after Michael, named her yeah. after the greatest player of all time. That was yep. the, that, didn't matter. If it was gonna be a boy or a girl. The first one coming out was gonna, was gonna be named Jordan. So that, that, we're gonna that's be the go, you know. straight up, straight <laughs> out the bat. She first know? one naming it to go, yeah, there is, you go, uh, yeah. You know. Oh, Absolutely, let's see. man. You off tomorrow? You know, a little holiday. Oh yeah, let's man. Yeah, man. That. Yeah, you know, yeah man. Dr. Dr. Martin Luther the the King. Uh, yeah, Dr. King, man, and in the and in the, in the movement, and just
1: you know, the, the, c- the civil rights, just paying much respect to what the way that he's paved. You know, yeah. the way he paid for us, the way he paid for us to even have stuff like this to be online to be able to speak our opinions and uh, talk our talk. Exactly. Um, I just think we. I just think again, man, we we blessed. And we always want to look at the negative things and things can get better or the glass half empty, half full right, right now. It's time to look at it, look at it half full and, you know, be praised for his accomplishments. He did cause he paved the way for a lot of us to be able to do some things. Him and brother Malcolm, obviously, that's you know, yeah. Martin, 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 Martin was the man. Yeah. So, um, man, I wish we had more like him, you know, you know, one, that's why he's a one of a kind. Yeah. So that's yeah. why we celebrate. That's why we celebrate him on the day. True. On tomorrow.
0: That's true. I think, I think each and every one of us, irregardless of, uh, race, religion, creed, need to step up to the plate and do our own thing as well. And, 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 you know, I, I surround myself with, with folks that are doing that, trying to, as my old boss used to say, make a dent in the universe, right? That's all yep. we're trying to do. So, you know, and, and I count you in, in that, in that, uh, crew there, brother, you know, you're doing some big things and, you know, we, we just trying to come here, entertain, enlighten and educate. That's, that's yep. one of the, the yep. mantras of what we do. Um football is happening right now like like we are like you said at the beginning pro football uh-huh. I know folks right now got one eye probably on the game and one eye on us hopefully because there's a lot of activity going on right now but uh I'm gonna just I'm just gonna put it on out there because I know I know you was probably gonna tease your boy uh, <laughs> I, I know you was thinking about teasing your boy because um Tomlin been all of them. Everybody that lived in Pittsburgh, we all we we all kind of disappointed right now. It just it just didn't go the way we wanted it to go. So I, I'm a. i am I mean, I wasn't gonna say nothing, but since you brought Man, it on, I'm not gonna say that. heavy on my heart, so I, I had to say. Yeah, so. I, I can't. You I'm, know, it's like. A, <laughs> I mean,
1: I think I think um at some point with Pittsburgh, my observation was you know they went ten to zero, and when they got to that eleven game mark, something changed, and I'm not quite sure what it was in their whole team philosophy or their system. Um. Obviously the competition got a little bit better, but if at some point they stopped responding to Tomlin and, and on top of that, Ben was playing bad. So that's that right. There is a losing combination period. No matter in what, in any, any profession, if you start quarterback and your quarter if the team is not listening to the quarter, the, the head coach and the quarterback is playing bad. It's really hard for everybody to get on the same page and win. Um, I think that's a part of Pittsburgh. Um, I'm not quite sure what's in line for Pittsburgh. I mean, Tomlin's been there for a while. I know he's successful getting them to the playoffs, but it seems like over the last couple of years, he's having a harder and harder time getting them over the hump. Also, we attribute injuries to that. Obviously, that's a, that's a part of football. Um, a lot of injuries has happened to him, especially the key players coming down the stretch. Um, but I, I do see Ben's decline in play. Yeah, you know, I, he, I agree. I mean, it's, he,
0: it's, he's, he's been there, done that, and it didn't, didn't seem hmm. like himself. uh big Ben of, of old yeah. out there. Uh on on, on the field but um, I don't know if he's done man I I don't you know again you, you got the rings and you know you've got the you got the history already of what you've done you just I just can't see someone of his caliber or what his caliber used to be going out the way that they went out this season. you know. I
1: mean, I, I can see Price heading in, but also I can see, you know, sometimes. That's, sometimes, see,
0: that's, that, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. I think yeah, it's the yeah, pride yeah, He, he yeah, can't just, yeah. just step away, right?
1: I mean, he may not want to step away, but I think no. it's starting to dictate his game. He's going to have to. And I know he's he's not going to take a backup role. I don't see Ben True. Being, True. A, being a mentor role, So I'm going to take a backup. I think he'll, you know, remove himself from the game before that happens. But I believe at this point in this stage of his career, his skills are starting to diminish. It's starting to slow. The ball doesn't come out with as much zip as it does all the time. He's not read The defenses are starting to move a little bit faster than they were before because the game is not as slow as it was for him anymore. And he's still taking hits. I mean, all that attribute yeah. coming together, um, and you know, you just start losing. You know, you, the one tackle you can't avoid is Father Time. No one, you know, he Father Time makes a tackle on everybody in the NFL. So
0: you drop dropping some gems <laughs> on him right there. <laughs> I, I I just. Believe Least caught
1: up to him. I think um, if Ben was to come back another year, I think they'll probably have to – I think, personally, I think Pittsburgh will even do worse because I think wow. people – I figured out the – well, I figured out the code. Um, if, the, if the running game is not working, working smooth, leave it in the big Ben's hands. And right now, I don't think he has the confidence, nor does the team have a confidence that he will win and pull the game out in the end. You know, before five years, six, seven years ago – Benny got the ball in the last two minutes. You're like, oh, oh Pittsburgh going to make a move yeah. and come back. I don't think that same confidence is within the team no more that he can be able to make the throw like the plays that he could before. Let's be real, man. He has two great receivers, Juju Smith and the mm-hmm. young brother that's from uh, um, out of University of Pitt. I forgot his name. um, But they are dying. Yeah. I think they're one of the best up-and-coming duels. Coming up, he has a, a, pr- a fairly decent run game. It's been, it's not everybody else. Everybody else is doing their job. It's been, it's not making the right decisions at the point. So I just think he needs to take a step back, review his career to see if he really wants to come back and play. And those he want to compete. And then does Tomlin needs to make that assessment? is he's, is has been the guy I want to be able to bring back and ready to go. Or do we, or yeah, to move forward, forward and get them a young quarterback, either in the draft or acquire a young quarterback, in the, you know, in the, pray
0: them to take the step to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, you know, Juju Smith, he's not out there dancing on people's logos anymore. After, uh, after mm. the embarrassment, but I think you're pro- probably talking about Claypool, Chase Claypool. That's a bad man, right? So, I think the team is yeah getting Claypool, younger. exactly. But I think the team a wonderful is receiver younger for Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. but you know who is still and, ben, and that Ben's ball? getting older. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, but no. So I'm gonna tell you who's still throwing that ball at a at a relatively seasoned age. That that Aaron Rodgers. He still got he still got it going. I think he's played from what I saw from him the other day, I think he's playing some of the best ball that he's ever played. He's still got that little fling of being able to get that ball out there, moving quick in the pocket, uh, seeing the entire field. He's he just got a different level of IQ about what's going on in the game. So I, I, I like watching Aaron, Aaron Rodgers play.
1: Aaron Rodgers right now is probably playing the best ball he's ever played in his career. Mm-hmm. I mean – Continue, still continues to slow down for him, which is amazing. It, the talent he has, Zermitte Adams is better. You know, in the last, he's probably he's arguably one of the best receivers playing Aaron. All of a sudden, yeah. you know, where well, before you know he wasn't even on the map, and Aaron's been able to do that throughout his career from the guys all the way now to to, to Mr. Adams. Um, Aaron is playing at a super high level. I don't think he's going anywhere
0: i no, Yeah, no, he's not going anywhere. He, he he's gonna keep playing right yeah, right yeah. there in Lambo until he gets another ring or two. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't see. I don't see, and uh, I think Piss I think Green Bay has a good shot going to the Super Bowl this year. To be honest with you,
0: Definitely. Especially if you got
1: to go through Green Bay. If you got to go through Green Bay, it's gonna be tough it's gonna to be, be tough.
0: And it's gonna be well, it's gonna be cold because they got to go back and play one more time at least. <laughs> so it's gonna be cold. <laughs> Let, let's talk about. Um, the other side of that right so buffalo good lord buffalo then came out and 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 took down brother jackson Mm. you know took took down but you know Ravens will be back. I mean, they they still they still are a hard hitting team. They still got a lot of speed, and you know Lamar out there doing his thing. But man, I'm I'm impressed with the hmm. Buffalo Bills coming through and actually doing something this season because uh, uh, everyone, you no, know, look, we we always make fun of them. Yeah, you, come on, you look, you laugh at them because they had some terrible seasons. But that Josh Allen's got a rocket on his arm, man, and he can throw that ball. So
1: I, I think I think um. Buffalo's done some exciting things with Josh, uh, you know, uh, get, uh, the receiver. Damn, I forgot his name, man. I'm slipping right now. I'm drinking a What's little bit too much you, from buddy? my daughter's birth. Oh, <laughs> you, oh, you, you started
0: early, brother. You know what? Oh uh, yeah, 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 man. You, you started yeah, was, early. Well, it, it,
1: it's, it's your kid's birthday.
0: Yeah, Yes, Stefan. <laughs> <yeah, Stephon, laughs> I mean,
1: Stefan's yeah. the – I mean, Diggs is like, man, probably the best receiver. Or I was, I'm i going to tell I'll go out and he is the best possession receiver in the league. You know, hands down, guys, he's amazing. And I, but and I, I, I think I, I give Buffalo all the credit in the world. Don't get me wrong, Buffalo mm-hmm. did their thing. But I also believe that if Lamar Jackson doesn't change his game or or add being a pocket passer to his game, That's he will continue. To, he, yeah. he will continue to leave out of the out of the lead in the first or second round in the playoffs because it's when you give defensive coordinators at that level a week or two to prepare for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're they're figuring out what his weaknesses are, and he and he's not able to over overcome them. I I hate to say it. I mean, I know he got hit with the concussion, but the backup quarterback looked better than him
0: during the game. Wait Hudley who, looked, who, who are you talking about? You talking about Lamar? You talking about uh? You, did you and, and Lamar,
1: No, in, in in the Ravens,
0: Hudley was not okay, yeah, Hudley, no, that's right. No, yeah, yeah
1: that's, he that's... looked he looked sharper and better than Lamar did before Lamar went out with the hit. True. So um I, I i think lamar needs to add more dimensions to his game i think he's the best athlete in the nfl but he's not the best quarterback
0: in the nfl uh, that's a good point that's that's a good uh differentiation there to make yeah yeah you started talking about concussions because i was thinking about your boy mahomes who, who oh yeah
1: out. mahomes man i mean you know <laughs> in mahomes i mean to to kansas city's credit chad Henney can't be able to come in the game yeah get over the win but again you know, they got this win. Mahone, you know, they had the lead. They got this win. But going into next week, if Mahone's is not back and they get it – and defensive coordinators get to play in against Chad Henney, Buffalo's qu- going to get a play against Chad Henney. Man, I think Buffalo's Buffalo might be able to write their ticket to the Super Bowl. Um, Because Chad Henney, you got to think when you're in the game, when you're in, the, in that kind of level, you game plan for a certain quarterback. You game plan for what they do True. with that quarterback.
0: True.
1: And you always notice in the NFL, once a quarterback changes out, I don't care if it's, you know, with the 49ers or they change – if you're preparing for Guapalo and then they bring another quarterback in, you always see the offense get another spark and kind of things different because things start to change. The dynamic changes with the game with a different quarterback. Timing
0: timing is off. Yeah. And more false starts right at the beginning or right when they had that switch because – Or
1: or they call different plays because the quarterback's able to do the same things the other quarterback does. So the plays that you're used to looking at are are on third and seven that they would normally do. Now they got to do something different. So it throws your whole game plan off as a defense. That's true. I think think now Buffalo has a week to play for – you know, plan for Chad Henney it's going to be a different game. Chad is not going to look that great like he did today. He looked great today coming into his backup and saving the day. I'm telling you right now, our week planning, he ain't going to look all that good. Yeah, you know,
0: if he he has to start against the uh, Bills, you know, Bills mafia coming out there, but you know, we we do hope Mahomes is is better, but you you almost, you almost assumed that, and I I apologize to my Cleveland Browns fans. We almost kind of assumed that Kansas City was going to pull the game out today against the Browns, but Mm -hmm. um Look, mayfield did his thing he he was out there uh he tried to pull another one out the hat for the for, for the Cleveland for the dog pound but I, yeah. I, Cleveland
1: has nothing to be ashamed of no, Cleveland no. Is, Cleveland is that team they're right there on the crust of, of jumping over and I hate to say it I think they leap frogs your boys Pittsburgh Steelers now is who's going to be dominating yeah. that conference
0: yeah yeah I no, know I, I agree with it I don't I don't, don't want to hear it though but uh, but they, they, <laughs> you, you know sometimes you don't want to hear the truth you just you, you just want <laughs> to you know tell me a little white lie yeah but I, don't, I,
1: don't, I, don't I like mean that, that and if, if OJ Beckham decides to come back and healthy that adds another dimension mm-hmm. to their game mm-hmm. um the running game they, they have the best one-two punch at the running game I think in the draft this year in the draft they're only going to get better, adding some more elements to the defense and to their offensive line. Their tight end is 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 All Pro. I mean, Cleveland is on their own point to be there in the next. You know, I know the window's small, but they look like going to be competitive for the next four or five years. They should to be, be in that position to be to be they able should. to play play at that high level.
0: Um, yeah, I think mean, I think got and their I, players I think, in place. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think they I think they're ready. I think that you come to this game next year with Cleveland a little bit stronger, a little bit more. A little more, you know, a little more swag on them, a little more, more, more experience. We'll see. It'll be, it won't be, it won't be. Hey, you know, uh they barely. Pill. I think it's gonna be like no one will be surprised if Cleveland beats them. That's that will be the, that will be the the the, the, the title. They, the they, they won't be trying kind
0: to of the last stock, right? They they won't be the uh the Miami's or the or the New York Jets. They won't they won't yeah. be them. They'll they'll, be, they'll actually have a little little cloud, especially yeah. getting this far in the season. So uh, it, exactly. And I
1: think the only thing that's gonna hold them back is injuries. As long as they can stay healthy, they'll be perfectly fine. That's
0: true. That's true. Well, right now we we tied up. It's a it's a brand new ball game. Twenty to twenty. Tampa Bay man. against New Orleans. You know, thirteen minutes forty six in the fourth. So, can you yeah. imagine? I
1: mean, this brother Tom Brady is playing at the age of what? Yeah. What is it? Forty three. I told 43? you last week. He's eighty five years old. I told man, you, man. That
0: dude. Years old,
1: man. That dude. And he, and he's definitely solved the Da Vinci Code on the age thing playing in the yeah. game because he, he he he's. Man, I mean, he's man. still playing at a high level. He's. he's bad, pro, I man. mean. Tom Brady, in my opinion, is probably the he's either one or two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play in the game with his success. I know he's a system quarterback being in Belichick system. He had a lot of the success in, but he's showing that he can go outside it outside and still have success at an old age at an older age and be very effective. Be very not only effective, be very, very dominant and to be able to still lead these young guys. I don't think people realize how hard it is for an older person to lead a lot of these young guys. These young guys got a lot of egos um they don't like to you know they don't like to listen but yeah. for some reason they're very they really respect him and they crowd around him and now look at them playing right now they're one game away from being to you know being in the uh, nfc jet championship and two games away from being in the
0: super bowl that's true let me let me pivot on that a little bit because uh the statement that you just made and and again you you work with the youth a lot right in terms mm-hmm. of uh high school football and and and, and college football how, how is that dynamic right when you when you bring in a coach you bring in someone at season and try to sit down and, and and chop it up with these young cats you know how, mm-hmm. are, are you seeing the the level of respect are, are they listening when when you bring in an outside resource who's been there done that who's got some hardware you know who, who mm. knows the game inside and out are are they are the young cats saying that no don't worry about me uh just somebody need to give me a shoe deal don't they don't they know uh, me already or, you know, uh, what's the what's uh, uh, conversation
1: I think I let me speak for my I I speak from where I came from and then I can kind of speak what I've seen I know when I well, I had an, we had a coaching change when I was playing football mm. um and I was resistant period I wanted my old coach back I love my old coach. Um, we had a new guy coming with a new philosophy that had a tradition of a winning record when he took over our took over the head coaching job at Humboldt, uh, Mr. Fred Whitmire. Um, mm. and I was very disrespectful to him. Mm. Um, I was a starter, you know, what he was saying, he 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 came from a philosophy um that was very different from the old our old coach. Our old coach was super aggressive, you know, no holes bar, we take no prisoners. He came with a different philosophy, and I just I wasn't one. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to hear it, didn't care about hearing it. I wanted to continue to be dominant the way we were and we were still successful with him is this I was I wasn't on the same page as him. And I look back at it and I was I was wrong, you know, 100% wrong. And I think um same thing I see with younger kids or especially in the collegiate world when you have an older person coming to take in or a new person take the reins, yeah. you see resistance in certain people. They just don't want to they don't want to they don't either want to change from what was there what was there before or they just, they just don't want to vibe with the person. They don't want to accept it. They don't want to accept change. It's a human nature. You hate to accept change. Um, and I think it just takes effect in there. Now, can it coexist and be successful? I think it can, but also it's also a difficult coexistence. It's a challenging coexistence. You always got to kind of fight for your territory or fight for your right or fight for your voice. Um, and it's all, you know, like I said, it all settles in the, in the end of the day when the dust settles. You know, winning trumps everything, especially in sports. If you're winning, People don't care. Kind of just goes. It goes away. We'll just deal with it. We'll deal with it in the back fan. It only comes to surface when you're losing.
0: And that's true. You know? And 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 again, I think about it as well too. You you got a whole different class or or, or personality of folks. You, you know, So mm-hmm. football, you got these alpha personalities, and again, everyone swears they're the shutdown corner. Everyone swears they're the you know the the, the wide out who can go and, and make. 20 extra yards Uh after after the catch that kind of thing you know they're the best qb out there they can see defenses and and run do do all that but so when you got all those AA personalities and you got all of this this competitive nature i mean you want you you want that spirit and you want that passion of of every time you go out there and, and hit the field hit the diamond hit the hit the court whatever the case may be but Man, you you got to listen too, because because you know, come on, kids, and come on, folks. <laughs> there, there's mm. there's been folks that have been there before uh, you who, who can actually give yeah. you a little bit of knowledge, right? Listen to these folks. I I I, I think that the,
1: the, the what separates the good from the great, there are mm. two things. It's the work you do outside your craft, you know, the yeah. working out and the preparation to get there, and then also, like you said, there's a second aspect, the listening and the knowledge. You know, LeBron doesn't come become LeBron unless he listens to Michael Jordan, what advice they gave him coming into the league. He doesn't get that when he doesn't listen to veterans. As great as an athlete as he is, LeBron's the king, you know, supposed to be the king. He's not LeBron James unless he's listened to the Kobe Bryants when Kobe gave him advice. When he missed that game-winning shot and somebody he says, he's going to be all right, pats him on the back. Look, I've been there before. You're going to be fine. You know, keep shooting it. Yeah. Those are all lessons to learn that you have to do along with preparation, along with your skill set those make you great now the ones that are good they're just on the field and they're good but they don't pre- either prepare as hard or they don't like to listen it's only two things that separate from being good and great
0: Actually, I, agree, I agree with that um i'm trying to figure out the the, the flow of the show here but you know we, we we're going into a certain direction <laughs> and and i like where we're going because because i i got the table of contents or i got the agenda here but I, I'm, I'm switching it up as, as that's why i'm on the little screen right now but we're good we good but the things that you're talking about right there, I guess, have me questioning and asking about Harden, right? So James Harden, crying, begging, uh, upset, pouting in the in the Houston Rockets locker room, talking about, uh, "I'm too good for y'all." That was his last interview, right? Yep, when yep, when, he, mm-hmm. when they got beat by the Lakers, he said, "You know, we're just not good enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get out of here. Uh, this is not where I need to be. I want to go to Brooklyn." Yep. Okay. Next thing you know, multi multi million dollar deal, all kinds of first round draft picks, all kind of concessions. He's over there now. He's in Brooklyn. He's got he's he's back with um, KD uh, mm-hmm. KD right. they, they mm-hmm. they've got history, good history. Mm-hmm. And they got your boy, uh, Kyrie, who, who 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 don't know how to stay home when it's not The, it's the, not the
1: Kanye West of the NBA. I call him the Kanye West of the NBA. <laughs> Kyrie,
0: just need to sit down, man. You can't be going. I love you. Sure, I know you love your family, and I know you want to go spend time with your sister on her birthday, but you're not supposed to be going out to these parties and disobeying covid Protocol. That's why you're not yeah. playing right now. But that brother,
1: so, that, he's <laughs> bipolar. Some he got, he got his own agenda. Like I said, he's the Kanye West of the NBA. Man, so, does it, know, he doesn't. Yeah, he his. got he
0: got things that he need to deal with too. Right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to us. Talk to us a little bit about your thoughts on that again. Right. So someone like Harden, um, you know, I uh, think that I, got that that big ego, that big personality. You know, first thing he said when he got to Brooklyn, I'm elite. I'm elite defender. I'm an elite shooter. I'm I'm mm-hmm. this this and this. We, we, we've seen you play. We know you can do some things, but how do you think that resonates when he walks into that locker room? I think he, I think to be,
1: to be honest with you, that humbles him going to New Jersey because now I have to compete to be the best player on the court or the best player on my team, because you have Katie and Kyrie there. So that humbles that, that kind of conversation, but he also could show what he can add. Cause the set is, is, is very, very good. Very high. I think let's go back to the beginning of the conversation, like him wanting to be traded from Houston and wanting to leave. I believe there's two, there's always three stories, you know, harder stories, Houston story than the truth. I believe, why would you want a player that's unhappy with being, to be with the organization to even play for you regardless, because he's not going to give you his hundred percent ever. So I think he said a lot of things and did a lot of things to get himself out of that situation. Cause he never long wanted to be there. Granted, I know he signed the contract and doing all that, but in today's age, you know, if you're not happy or whatever, they feel that you, you should have the, the, the opportunity to change your jobs and go where you want to. Um, that's a debate That's a whole different conversation, whether you want to debate that or not. I think that he was saying anything and doing anything to get himself out of the organization, whether did he really mean that or not, saying they, they were not they weren't good. And they're all professional athletes, so they're all good. Right. I mean, I think it was just a slap in the face of Houston. And I think, it, like I said, he was going to say any comment, whatever he had to do to kind of just ease himself out of that situation to get traded. Obviously, the easiest way is to make sure make sure you're not locked in, locked in the locker room. To get yourself traded, right? You can't can't coexist with the other eleven players. We need to yeah. get you out of here. Yeah. I think he he accomplished that, and he got out. He's out of there now. Now him landing in New Jersey, I think, is hopefully the best situation for himself. Um, I hope he, you know, him and Durant, like you said, they do have history. Kyrie's there. They got another lot of veterans on that team, and they got a coach with Steve Nash. A new Steve coach with Steve Nash that understands how to play in those games and be in those games to be able to give him the green light. And you saw his first game, thirty oh, triple double, first game yeah. out. No. So, so I obviously, if he's happy, I mean, it's scary to have him happy. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> playing basketball, you know, because yeah, he was no, doing no, that, he, being unhappy. Yeah, you, you,
0: you know, he don't like to pass too. You know, he liked to he he like to do like <laughs> Steph Curry and shoot from all the way behind the one. Look, he like to shoot at half court. But you know, we know we'll, we'll see how it works out. So first, yeah, that, you know, that's a, that's right over time. Yeah, that,
1: right. right. Right off the get, it looks it looks good. It looks it looks real. It looks like it's gonna be an unstoppable combination in the East. <laughs> Um, I just believe that. Um, I think, but Durant is going to be that 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 even kill guy. I think that uh, when things get tougher, he's he's struggling. Durant to pick up the slack. I yeah. think when there's a problem, Durant will be able to overcome it. And the crazy part about it, man, what's so crazy, is those three those three guys and any given night can hit 50 points at will. True. That's, true. That's the scary part. Where I can say, you know what, I'm, I don't really feel it tonight, man. You 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 take all the shots. I'm done. I'm yeah. you know and, and, and the crazy part, he can take all the shots and make them all and get his 50 or 60 without no problem. So I think that's a scary dynamic within that those three guys. Um, it's going to be interesting to see them play against the Milwaukee's. Um, and, and, you know, I think the Heat to get their stuff together in Boston. But right now, and I mean, even over everybody who's Lakers fans, whatever, New Jersey just bumped up. They just inched themselves up a whole nother
0: level if everything works out between those three. I'm not, I'm not necessarily Laker fan. I, I am rocking some Kobe gear tonight, though. I'm, I'm showing, showing <laughs> some, you know, some love and respect <laughs> for Kobe. I'm not necessarily rocking rocking Lakers for for any particular reason. Um, so but uh, just, just hey, showing some. Hey, love on gear. the
1: on the side note, on the side yeah. note, I, I and I don't care who's listening, and my boys know me. I'm a official Laker hater. I can't stand the <laughs> Lakers, but 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 I'm not one of those guys that just don't like them because they're bandwagon. I my, I have reasonings. I can't stand him because of Robert Horry, what he did to the Kings when he hit that doggone shot. Oh, yeah, he,
0: he did. Man, that, man. That, you still remember that too. Huh? Hey,
1: I'm gonna remember that,
0: and I'm gonna hate that's why I hate him. So, I anybody
1: want to know why I'm a hater? One of those too yeah, yeah. When, when he hit that, You did the little
0: <laughs> wave too.
1: Cowbells so,
0: were ringing, but he still hit that. That dagger Chris
1: Weber's knocked it out and he hit that doggone three. I've, I've hated him ever since. So, if y'all want to know why I'm a hater, that's why I'm a hater. I uh, respect. I'll respect them, but I'm I hate.
0: Corey <laughs> ain't suited up in, in in ten years, and you you still carry him still carry that one right
1: there, man. I'm gonna hold that one for a minute.
0: Yeah, that was that was that was tough because that cause I was that was the shot. That was you know there, there was never there was not gonna be any other chance for the for the Kings to, to get to ever get level. to the shot. Yeah, ever get to the ship. Corey hit it and, and wave waved at y'all. Uh, you know, God. Uh, you know, the, the, the day yeah. lit just, see you the know, wave at everyone. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so it's all good though. That's crazy. That's crazy. So we got uh we got a little football action, talked a little basketball. Uh I haven't heard too much about you know, they were having a lot of COVID issues with with the uh with the NBA this season. I haven't heard anything really popping up special or out of the ordinary this week. But have you heard anything about, you know, how folks no, are hearing? and I being th-
1: I think the COVID is still, is still out there. We can't, we can't dis, dis, be dismissive of it. Yeah. Um, I think we can kind of start with the, you know, obviously high school is a whole different ball game because of the, the control, but I know college is talking about having the tournament in a bubble. So yeah. all the 64, 65 teams will be in a bubble, I think between two stadiums in the Indianapolis somewhere. So they'll play their games one half of the bracket to play in one stadium, another half of the bracket to play Another stadium, and they'll be able to bubble those guys for the whole entire NCAA tournament, which I think is beautiful, great. great. We'll get good quality ball. We'll, you know, we we'll have the tournament. I'm hoping that we're at a point that they can have the COVID a couple of weeks before get to get the, the vaccine and be able to play normally, where we can get fans and stuff in there a little bit more, so than not. But if not, at least the, at least NCAA scene, they can they're gonna take that action. Right. I think with the NBA, man, I think it's so difficult with the NBA to monitor some of those players. I mean, you got to think. You guys, you got guys that are twenty-two years old, instant millionaires, between the age of twenty-two and twenty-six year old, instant millionaires, and you're asking these guys not to go out and can confine on. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you shouldn't be smart about it. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm I'm speaking also from a, a, a you know plus forty guy, plus forty forty-five guy. If I was 20 years old and I had a million dollars, I don't think you can tell me too much what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do going out and going to party and going to see everything. So, I mean, I think the NBA needs to figure out um, a line to be able to help those guys maintain themselves because we are finding those instances where, you know, one player catches COVID and then they're down to only eight players playing. I think I I mentioned this before. Yeah, I think – but to me, though, I also think they got to be smarter. And I think a lot of accountability should go go on the player. This is what I would, what I would propose, and I don't know if I discussed it with you now before. I think what they should do is a rotation system. If you catch COVID while you're participating in the NBA, or you break protocol, you should go down to the G League, and they should bring somebody up for the G
0: League for at least ten days. Yeah, you, you mentioned that, and I was I was uh, yeah. I was I was shocked by that because I mean. I think, but but in a good way because that that's an interesting proposal because I think that'll put that'll make it real for, for a lot of these guys. That, you know, yeah, you can you're, you're making this some serious money. To play this game. We ask you to do two or three little things to make sure that you're safe and your team safe and everyone around you is safe. Mm-hmm. If you break those rules, well, look, but I. I, I, I I, I could take away five thousand dollars yep. from you, but you probably got that in your wallet with you right now. So let mm-hmm. let me let me send you down two or three levels and and, and bring some more humility in in, in you. And, exactly. And see what it's like now, because now you know we're not playing with this. Now now this is serious because you no longer on CBS Sports or or, or Fox. Yep. Or you you on uh, C-SPAN. Or, yeah, or are you yeah. on PBS this week because you 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 chose not to listen to us. Yeah, yeah,
1: I, I, don't think, I think I think it'll bring some not only humility. I think you know taking away that paycheck for two weeks, Man. ten days, and letting somebody else get there, get an opportunity to shine at the next level, or get an opportunity to play and get into the rotation and play. Yeah. I think it, it'll be great for the NBA. I think it'll be a great lesson learned. I think it'll be great for the G League. You know, to have some players going. and I think it'd be great for everybody. And now, I, now, don't get me wrong, because somebody caught it. You know naturally that's different, you know, some you know, they just happen to catch it going through the airport or whatever, however they get get That's something different. But I'm talking about guys that break protocol and go out and do their own thing and going to these clubs and doing all that thing, you know, slap those guys in the face, man. That way the NBA doesn't lose any games and have to forfeit any games, bring some guys from the G league, the test, the test negative, let them get in there and play. At least the games keep going. We don't miss it. We still have our season. And it keeps going. And I think that was set a precedent with kid guys like, you really mm-hmm. want to break rules and do things bad in our league. Look, we we got we have a mechanism now to shoot you down there, just like yeah. baseball does. If you do bad in baseball and they don't like what you're doing, it, it take yeah. you down to do a minor league. Back
0: to, back so. to double A, triple A pony. And then look, mess yeah. up one time and gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, why, playing, why? Why? Why playing
1: in the cactus league? You, know, <laughs> you, you mess up one time. <laughs> you ride the bus. You ride the bus for seven hours instead of catching that that, yeah, that you, private jet. You don't get so, that limo. God yeah. God. So I think uh, I think if they did something like that, just to kind of like you know what we you know that th- also let the players' association know. Hey, you know we mean business when we tell you guys not to do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. And I think if they did that, I think that would kind of. That like like I said, that'll start to show some more accountability. That'll make some of these guys mature a lot faster. And like I said, it'll give new
0: guys opportunity to showcase
1: their talent at the highest level.
0: I love it, man. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, those are the I think you know the things that all the competition committees, the rules committees, we will, will be talking about during the off season for, for all the sports. Right, mm-hmm. Again, just, just trying to deal with. And, and I'm kind of tired of saying this, the new normal. But you know, de- dealing with the, the the things that we got to deal with now, and I think they'll come up with. Curator ways keep fans safe, players safe, coach every everyone that's in the building safe. Um, I think I even saw that they had the most players at the no, I'm sorry, the most fans at the game today. Uh, I think it was the Kansas City game, right? Then they've had all season, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. with the, with the COVID protocols, right? So they, they've been able to screen folks, spread folks around out, and things like that. So starting to get to the point where we're getting to some normalcy. Mm-hmm. need need still need everybody to go out there and go and get that shot in the arm when you, when you get a chance. You know, it, 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 do the research, but uh, yep. we, we're recommending that you do that. I'm I, I'm gonna put that out there. But uh once we get past that, we still need to wear the mask for a little while. But still do that. Just be safe. And, and if you choose to not listen, like you say, I my mean, number there's got to be some consequences for folks who choose. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I, th- I I just yeah. think I just think we got to take, like you said, we want to get back to what we think, what we deem is going to be normal, what we want to be normal, you have to follow some type of protocol and some of those actions. And like you said, every I'm going to tell you, I think me personally, the shots, everyone's going to have to get the shot eventually. It's going to, this is something that's going to have to be done. I told everybody last
0: night in this house, I said, everybody in this house, will get getting shots.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just got to, we're waiting a little bit to see how everything turns out, but everybody got to get the shot. So, you
0: all getting shots in this
1: out. So, when the shots take care and we and we, we figure we back at a, a certain place, I think we still, like you said, we have to follow the initial protocols. We gotta figure things out. We gotta make sure everything works. And then I think sports will become back to normal. But before sports become back like normal, man, everyday life has to become back like normal. Yeah. You know, we, we still I mean, just because we see sports and you know, we applaud sports and these guys we think about, man, there's still people out there, man. Life is not normal at all. You know, that you know, people that live in it that don't have access to get to these hospitals, that won't have access to get to these shots right away. They'll be the last on the totem pole. Um, people that got family with all this sickness I mean let's not forget that there's still people in these hospitals these hospitals are at maximum capacity we got to deal with life before we could deal with sports that's true. you know I mean and we got we got I mean in California it, just getting our kids back to school is gonna be a challenge yeah. we gotta we got we get our kids back just to going to everyday school you know and I, I know you know we talked about it again let us play that's the big that's a big thing they want kids to play because of the the mental, the mental health. And they want kids to get back to some type of normalcy in their life to be able to compete in sports. But again, we got to get kids just back in school in the seats, man, in front of a teacher and, and feel safe. And the I, I'm tired of the argument, me personally. I'm tired of the argument, oh, kids don't get sick. They won't be sick about it. They, they're fine. It shows the research that they don't get sick. I get they won't get sick, but they can be asymptomatic. That means they can still spread it. And they, since they don't get sick doesn't mean their parents won't get sick. Doesn't mean their grandmother won't sick. Doesn't mean their uncle or auntie doesn't get sick. And if we're dealing with dealing with certain certain cultures, and I mean, you know, Latinos, Polynesians, for, for example, they live with generations. A lot of them live with generations of family. They live with their grandmother in the house. They live with their aunt their uncle in the house. So can you imagine a young man, just because he wants to play football, or just because you as a coach want them to go play football, is asymptomatic and comes back and spreads this to his family, and something happens. I mean – for as many, as much as I, and, and I'm in it, man, uh, trust me, I, my son is a senior. I want him to play football. I really would love him to have, love for him to have a season, but not at the expense of somebody's life. And I'm not talking about his life. His life is going to be fine. He's he's young. He's strong. He's going to get over it. But I'm saying, what at the expense of my son come g- catches it and brings it home to my wife
0: or yeah. brings it
1: home to his grandmother? You know, are you guys going to be shouting that same thing, let us play at that point?
0: You know, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, When it hits, when it hits you at your house, right? Yes, when, when, when yes. It Directly relates you because let me tell you something. And we get me and my wife get emails from my son's school multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. We do positive COVID tests at the school, either student or instructor, and mm-hmm. they've got to quarantine for X number of days. So it's it's out there, it's running rampant. Yeah, we we had the situations. Yeah, with all the gathering holidays, right are the the Halloween, the Thanksgiving, the New Year's, the Christmas—all that folks didn't want to pay, pay attention, and now it's starting to you know, trickle out there that folks are starting to get uh, get, get uh, infected. Yep. And you got different variants that are popping up, especially here in our state, right? You know, you got mm-hmm. you got just more aggressive strain, So, I, I agree with everything that you're saying there, man. Right? I mean, that, yeah. there has to be some ad- adherence to some of these guidelines to make sure that we yeah. can all get over this finish line.
1: And, and, and you know what's funny? It's funny. It's funny because I was discussing the other day. I'm not. I think the cause is right. Let us play because I do believe kids should be competing in sports and be able to a- actually play. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we got to also – and I understand they say they want to follow a protocol, but pro- protocol right now, I don't think that's been fully figured out. Not in the team sport like football, you know, or not in, not in a lot of these team sports. What is the full protocol for them to participate in a sport, especially when you travel to somewhere else? Because just because you follow a protocol or you do something – that you deem that is right doesn't mean the team that you're playing against has that same thing or those same parents are going to be around that same thing. I do believe that needs to be definitive. Now I will, I will point the finger at CIF me personally. I'll point it at CIF and I'm talking about California only every fire about there, California that's the California interscholastic Fe, Fe, uh, federation for all the sports right. in the state. Um, I pointed to them because I think they should have took a strong stance on when sports would either happen or not happen and quit moving the needle. I think more people are so frustrated with them moving the needle than there are with them taking a stand. If they would have taken a stand and said, you know what, we are definitely going to have sports on February, you know, no matter COVID or not. We're going to have we're going to go with it and we'll follow protocol and we'll go. We'll go strong. People will say, OK, fine. We accept that. Or if you say, you know what, we're not having any sports, unfortunately, guys. 2021, there will be no sports, and they should have announced this a long time ago. Then people could have found themselves options to play other sports for their kids to participate in sports, whether it be club or go out of state or something like that. Yeah. I think that's where more of the frustration sets in. Um, But I think we got to understand this this thing is real. And I had, and it's funny because I just had a a, a young man that's, that's a football player at Cal that I know he has COVID. He was like, "COVID is no joke," and I'm like, "Wow, you got you caught." It. He's like, "Yeah, I caught it, and I, yeah, I'm going through it." Right now, you know, it's 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 not it's not what people it's it's not no joke. So I don't I'm not understanding sometimes the high school mindset is like, or these people's mindset is like, if the NFL can't really figure it out and they have billions of dollars, college again multi billion dollar industry they can't really figure it out. High school who's always in the red. You're telling me all of a sudden you have the answers in California to be able to figure this out and do it protocol ways where people won't get sick and we can have football. I just wish we would kind of take a step back and not just think about. That portion of it, we need to think about the whole overall portion before we start really, really pushing the agenda about letting them play. Um, yeah. And don't get me wrong, and I, and I don't want people to give me misconceptions. I do want them to play. I really do. I wish there was a way that we can get all the kids out there and play. But I also believe we need to acknowledge that there is a lot of risk in yes. doing this and making yes. this happen. I can tell
0: you what, I mean. Uh, if I'm, I'm gonna see if I can get you an action item, uh, and if that gentleman would be interested in coming on and talking about his experiences of going going through the diagnosis, going through whatever yeah. protocol, and you know, if he's if he's able to and if he's willing to, that'd be that'd be mm. a great conversation to have for the audience against someone someone who from the sports world, someone who has now been infected or affected as well, and you know, what's he what what he's doing now, kind of these next steps. I mean, that that would be an interesting story. Yeah. I think yeah. That, I'd love to hear tell, so I'll I'll reach out to him definitely. Yeah, you the Got some homework here tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, nah. man, I mean
1: it's so much going. It's so much going on in our state, man. You know, with yeah. with, with with everything, and I, you know, like I think LA is the highest uh, highest count death count now, with almost a million yeah. people passing away yeah, from this not, from that's this, not this not disease. A great,
0: that's not a great number to have. Yeah, it, it, like, no one wants that it, record, but yeah, that's
1: no one wants it. that record, man, and no one, and uh, I want everybody if they can. <laughs> Um, they were talking about know, the let us play matter, and I know we're going off on high school sports, sorry, everybody. But I mean, I think the coach from uh, Crenshaw High School, you know, he had an interesting article, article in the LA Times where he was saying that uh, he has a lot more to worry about than, you know, let us play. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of summary of his article. He's like, I have a lot more to worry I got to worry about, you know, my kids being to have internet to do their homework, I have to worry about food on the table for these kids, I have to worry about, you know, their parents getting sick, I got to worry about everything and all the stuff that's going on besides, you know, just letting us get on the field. And I thought it was a real interesting article coming from a coach, you know, this in, you know, in a fluid um, um, mixed cultural community saying, you know what, I want to play football, but that's like the last thing on my mind. And I think a lot, I think a lot of people are scared to speak out against the let's play movement because they don't want to be ostracized by all the coaches who want us to play. I but agree. again, he sees he sees a bigger picture. And I was, I really, I really like the article. It's in the L.A. Times. I can't think of the coach's name, but it's from Crenshaw High School. If anybody wants, you know, Google it. It was a real interesting uh, article. About him saying that, and I, and I believe he was right. He's dead on. I mean, some communities, some places have to worry a lot more than about just letting us play. Because if some, if something does happen, if there's a, if there's something, that, if the, the, the risk really outweighs the opportunity at that point, because mm-hmm. the risk of something happening could be devastating to one, to one of those kids or one of those families, more so than someone that can, that has the money could afford. It. If they kid gets sick, they can isolate them in a the room and be on with it and, and, and keep life moving. So. Yeah, it's it's got some interesting dynamics with everything going on. There but you go. You, yeah.
0: Look, all you do is say the board. I, I can I can do a quick you search. Bro. You know, <laughs> you, you don't see the hands moving behind the behind the curtains, but here, here, yeah, those articles here goes the article right in the LA Times, yeah. Coach uh, Coach Robert Garrett talking about that. So you know, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll put a link to this article in the show notes on, on YouTube, so folks can check this out. Absolutely, man. Great article. It's
1: short but sweet for guys that don't. But I mean, he he really talks about how you know his his community is being affected by COVID and. Like you said, there's a lot of things that are a little bit more important than uh, Let Us Play movement right now. And I think he's going to – and me personally, I think he's going to catch a lot of slack from it. But I applaud the, you know, the brother for even talking about it, especially on a big platform like L.A. Times.
0: Hey, sometimes you got to have those uncomfortable conversations with folks, right? Yep, absolutely. Let me see, brothers. So we, man, we, we, we got into it with some COVID there. But, you know, again, that's, <laughs> hey, we, we talked we talk the social impact of sport. You know that, yes. So yeah, yeah. We'll talk about the game. We'll talk about the sport, the the score and everything. We'll we'll, we'll make fun of my Steelers for for falling off this season. We'll, we'll talk about. Oh my goodness, Brady is doing his thing. It's thirty to twenty right now. Uh, Man, tail end of the fourth. Um, and that might be. I
1: mean, speaking of that game, that might be. This might be Drew Brees' last game. He's talking about possibly retirement. Yeah. Then yeah, in this no, game,
0: he, so going back to that, those types of things. This this could be that Swan song because you got you got, <laughs> you got Breeze and you got Brady. I mean, how many times can these two Titans go out there and do it? It's, it's like when yeah. Peyton was out there with them, right? I mean, this this could mm-hmm. be the last time he walks off of that off of that field. There, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, football, uh, mm-hmm. society. Politics, let's roll all of those up into one. Mm. Uh, Coach Belichick was supposed to get the Medal of Freedom mm-hmm. last week from 45. I can't, I won't say his name. I hear you. Uh, Coach Belichick said, You know what? I, I, I uh, humbly decline that. I mean, that, that's that's, that's the award for any civilian to, to get from the highest office, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, people try to get that for look, you, you can't just get that, right? Yeah, you, you that, that's that's the one, right? That, that's kind of the one. And, and Coach yeah. Belichick said, You know what, even though the owner of my team, Robert Kraft, is, is, a, is a big supporter of, of 45, I, I, being Coach Belichick, may have some ties and some, some relations and some things with the whatever the case may be, but you know what, after a certain point of time, you 45 changed (laughs) or, or Mm. we've fallen out of, out of, out of kilter, out of alignment. And even this great distinction, this great honor, I'm going to have to humbly decline. We think about that. Um, I think it's warranted. I mean, I think he,
1: he sees, you know, let's be honest with you. Bill Belichick represents something bigger than himself by being the head coach of the New England Patriots. Yes, he represents those fifty those fifty four men, and I'm talking about the guys on practice squad as well. Those fifty four men, he represents them every time he goes out there. And let's be honest with you, um, at least seventy percent of are, are men of color that's on this team. Mm-hmm. So how what a slap on the face would that be if he went to accept that award from someone that's talking to some, you know this this racism talk or talking stuff a lot of racist talk or really pro, you know, pro whatever he's being. Um, I think that Bill Belichick saw that and, and decided, I don't want to be a part of that right now, not under his reign. Um, I believe it was the best thing for him to say in, and during football. And if I'm not mistaken, Bill Belichick was also a supporter of Kaepernick's situation. I don't think he ever was against it. I think he was all, he was okay with it. I'm right, um, going there. Right,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he was, he was okay with it. And I believe, that's that's that just shows what kind of person he is, and
0: which is which is tough for him, I think, right? Because again, you got someone like the owner of the team, Kraft, mm-hmm. who look, is, oh, the avid supporter, avid look, supporter of at Mar-a-Lago playing golf, who mm-hmm. gets caught up in his own little situation. You know, you know, Kraft got caught up in some things too, right? Having yep. have, having the wrong having some folks <laughs> yeah. at, at his house doing some things, <laughs> yeah. uh, but. Belichick, right? He he's standing in there. He's the guy in front of the, the team. Those, those men tell him, "Do your job." You know, mm-hmm. we, we believe in process. We believe in team. There's no eyes here, and he's saying, "Look, I, I can't do this because again, I got all these. I got someone like a Cam Newton, as mm-hmm. boisterous as he is, right? As flamboyant, you know, the big hats and the and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and the Stacy Adams shoes, you know, whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. You, you got those types of folks that are looking at me for leadership." Yep. You, you, so, like, what would it have been if, if Belichick had gone up there and smiled and got that got that medal? He would not been in. He would I have think been in. Go back on
1: I think you get you get a backlash, and now you start to get people start to lose respect for you because you you went that way. I mean, Belichick, like I said, is a representative of his team. His team is a, a majority of color, people of color, whether it be Latino, Black, Polynesian, Filipino, so on and so on. He represents those those men in that locker room. He has to be able to show leadership in that locker room. How I'm going to show leadership when somebody I feel that I've been oppressed against? Yeah, you you can't, you can't because now we're not in we're not in a situation where you can force me to do anything. I you I I I'm either willing to follow you or I'm not willing to follow you. And at this point, if you do something, like that, I'm not willing to follow you. I don't want to be a part of what you're doing, or what you what you stand for. And then now that. Dissolves the whole Morfobol team. Now it's different with the owner, Mr. Crab, because he's not on the field with them every day, and they can distinguish. That's my paycheck. That's the person that's paying me. But this is the person that's leading me. You know, I don't mind accepting my paycheck from him. But from him, if he's gonna cut me a million dollar check, I'll go ahead and gladly take that from him. And he can believe whatever he wants to believe. But the person I'm gonna choose to lead and play for me, I, there's got to be something different there. You know what I mean? That's
0: true. So I, I, I think, think, I, think uh, I think
1: he did the right. thing. He did the right thing, obviously. Um, and I applaud him. I applaud him, you know, 10 times over. I think he's probably one of the greatest coaches ever to play football. So he sees the bigger picture. um, And the guy's, man, he, he's, he wears his, you know, even though he doesn't have very many facial expressions and he don't very smile very much, the dude, he, the dude's a, a mad genius when it comes to the X's and O's.
0: I, I bet Belatec is just, I mean, look, behind the scenes, behind the camera, I, I bet he's just the life of the party, though. I, look, I, I'm sure he, he can't be that stone cold in the face all the time. I, I'm, I'm sure he's... He's got to have some personality, or again, he he wouldn't be able to resonate with the folks for so long that, that it does. Yeah, he could be a hard nose. You know, mm-hmm. Coach Tower was was always yelling and spitting and cursing and everything. You know, everyone respected him. So, and I, yeah. I I honestly think the same thing with uh uh with, with Belichick. He, he he's what he is on camera, right? He's, uh-huh. he's up there, very stone faced, barely answering questions at press press meetings. But get him in the locker room. Not around the cameras, get, get, mm-hmm. him, get him out there on the field. He, he's, he's, he commands the respect, and it resonates with his players for long-term, long periods. Because, again, you, you can look at someone like a Brady, who grew up with Belichick, has now mm-hmm. taken that same mentality over to Tampa Bay and is now yep. probably taking them yep. to the uh, Divisional Championship game. Yep. Uh, And and, and it's funny that you say that because I was talking to you. you, you I think it is gonna happen because because it's one minute left in the in the game and and they're still up by 10, so but but it's it's not overtelling 0-0. So
1: it's it's funny you say that because you see Brady's mannerisms now as a quarterback kind of the same as Belichick. He's very calm, but when it when it comes to a time to show him respect. You'll see Brady getting someone's tail against somebody's butt. I think Belichick's the same way. He will get in your butt if you do something wrong. He will he will get on you until you get it right. And he will make sure you get it right or you won't be playing for him. I mean, you got to think this man's coached the Randy Mosses of the world who couldn't make it in the system. The Chad Ocho Sinkles who couldn't make it in his system. On,
0: now. You got you got football. You know, and uh, those. Are- and, uh, wasn't, God, who, who's the other dude? Uh, Randy Moss, Ocho Sink. Um, was out of the league for a while, uh kept kept uh kept training, wanting to get back into the league, wide out. Um he played for the nine Owens, Terrell Owens.
1: Oh did Owens play for for New England? I don't think Owens made it to New England. no, I don't think he made it to New England. He made it to Buffalo. He didn't play for New England that's
0: though. Right, that's, that's right. Okay. But yeah, those types of folks, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah but I mean Ocho Cinco Hall of Famer, um eventually be a Hall of Famer. You got Randy Moss, who is a Hall of Famer, arguably the best receiver in the league. And he had a hard time struggling yeah. in Belichick's yeah. offense. Yep. You know, he—he, yeah. he, I think he only made it there for two years. They made it to one Super Bowl, but then after that, they he released him. You got, you know, hey, you gotta go. Where you have to be. He's very commanding of what he does and his craft, which is okay because that's how he gets everyone's respect. You know, he yeah. turns guys that he turns guys that, you know, the Edelmans and the West Walkers of the world who normally probably wouldn't play as much to superstars. You know, in his offense, he made Gronkowski Gronkowski a, a superstar. Definitely. He made unfortunately I don't want to say it here in Hernandez. He made him a superstar, you know, based on his situation, <laughs> but he made him a star. I mean, he the guy was able to,
0: to create create guys That's that true. Were, look, you know, f- he found found something about each of these yes. individual players. They, they got the talent to make it to the league and, and found a way of just just ex- exploiting right that, yes. that talent, that capability. Put put him in there and just run out, let him run some quick slants. Right? And, and, and the, the crazy part. And the crazy part, he gives guys
1: chances. I mean, Danny Woodhood from Chatteron State, Division II, went there, had a a great career in New England. He gives guys that – those underdog, hardworking guys a chance. Let's let's, be honest. Brady wasn't a superstar at the University of Michigan
0: brady was brady, not a superstar yeah brady can't run well he, he couldn't hit yeah, yeah. <laughs> his 40 time was yeah. a little high that's 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 true yeah yeah but Roy, Roy i mean brock but, was but, dropping passes tonight but uh yeah but, but they yeah, got that I, w they got that w yeah, so they got, <laughs> <laughs> but, we, but i'm saying but i'm I'm saying. yeah brady brady was brady wasn't a
1: superstar in michigan he no. and he wasn't a superstar when he first got to new england he had to black up back up blood so
0: yeah
1: finally found his rhythm understood the system and then he took over, and now he's become the great person he is. But that's all because of Belichick. Belichick believed something in him, saw something in him, gave him, you know, taught him the system, and then he just grew with him as to become, you know, one of the great, the greatest, or one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play the football. Play
0: football. And, and, I, and I, you know, I think the life lesson and all that. And you know, I always kind of kind of bring it back to that. Because again, we're talking about the social impact of sports, not just sports. Mm-hmm. Sports mm-hmm. Data, but respect the process. Respect the the grind of what you got to get 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 done, right? You, you've got these playbooks; they're not just there for you to use them as coffee table uh, ornaments, right? I mean, sit sit there, go through go through your playbooks, understand that. Look at the film, right? You, uh-huh. you always you always hear about these casts, especially the superstars, right? The ones that are that are that are leading the charge always on on the ground they, they're in the gym early Gym doesn't mm-hmm. before o'clock they there at 3 30 right wait mm-hmm. waiting for him to come with the keys to open up the, they're the last ones to leave mm-hmm. put in that work so you can excel because 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 that that innate god-given skill is going to get you so far you yep. still you still got to show up every single day to excel above that and that's the only mm-hmm. way. because Again, everybody on every single professional sports team is amazing. I I, 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 will take it right there, right? I'll take it one percent.
1: In your profession, period, you need to do that. Whatever you do, exactly. that's a skill skill that should transcend over anything you do in life. If you want to be a family man, you you need to be the best family man. You need to do your research, understand what it takes to be a good dad, understand what it takes to be able to raise a wonderful family. You need to be that in every aspect of life. I think that's what we're talking about. What separates the good from the yes. great? The great prepare and listen and learn. You know, the good are just athletically talented. You yeah. know, there's talent and they learn and listen a little bit. But the great ones, I mean, it was funny. It's funny you said that while you were talking. I was thinking about a uh, Westbrook, Westbrook, They got traded to the yeah. Wizards. Yeah. Uh, the basketball player.
0: The day he got traded. Love Westbrook.
1: The day he got. This is crazy. The day he got traded. He was in Washington practicing at six a.m. that morning. He got on the red eye that night and was. it. He didn't go check in the hotel. He didn't go look for a house. He didn't go do it. He went straight there to the gym to be a practice at six, and they didn't start practice till eight a.m. He was there at six a.m. working on his game, learning, learning this craft, learning the offense there. And I and people can argue about Westbrook all they want, but he's one of the great. He's going to be one of the greatest guards yeah, he, he's because bad, he's a man. triple. He's a triple double machine. Um. So the, he's working and he's working on this craft to get become one of the greatest. I think that's one of the mindsets that some people, a lot of people need to take over, take in and that, take that in every aspect of life. Life. You have to be able to practice and prepare, listen and learn. True. In order to perfect your craft and whatever you're doing, and that's mm-hmm. anything that's anything from you know, you know, to a guy that's on the corner to a guy that's in the corporate America is everything you need to practice, prepare, and learn your craft in order to be the best you can be. I,
0: I, I tell folks that they always every all the time I said, Look, I do not want to be the smartest person in the room. If I if I'm that person, I'm in the wrong room. Look, I mm-hmm been in my field for a long time. Got a thick skin. You got to have a thick skin to be in technology and, and to be into in sales and pre-sales. But look, I, I am always, I, I, I walk around with my with my notebook all the time, right? <laughs> I, I, I will write down some ask some questions and I will ask those hard, hard questions to try to, again, continue to get better, to, to, to continue to grow because uh, that's, that's the only way that you can get better. And share that once, once you you know don't 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 be that person that holds all that knowledge to yourself right be willing to share that with someone and yep. to just give freely of yourself when you have some knowledge that's how you can elevate everyone around you that's i yeah, think absolutely. that's the real that's the real story and all this um yeah all right
1: uh, I, I just believe i just believe we we got we you know guys in general people in general have to be be better at that um and you know i think we're very great, great at it, and some people aren't so great at it. But yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you got to practice and learn from your craft and learn from others. I don't understand. I want to learn from somebody successful, I don't want to learn from somebody that's just I want to learn from somebody that has more than me so i can achieve what they're achieving i want to I want learn to them. hear
0: how you yeah. failed and got back up right i don't want to hear you yeah, yeah. fail and just stay down like yeah. I, I want to know yeah how, how to avoid some of these pitfalls and by someone yeah. who's already and gone I, through some of those pitfalls
1: yeah and i think i think man i'm gonna tell you right now all the young people looking at pride is overrated please <laughs> private pride pride is so overrated I mean no, that,
0: that, that's gonna be the title of the of the, <laughs> of the of the of the promo that
1: I put out right there. Pride. Yeah, man, pride is overrated. I'm telling you, pride. Don't be afraid to ask that question because you think you're gonna look stupid. That's too much pride in you. Ask that question. Ask how they got to what they got. Ask how they doing. How they are doing? Ask what how they get how they got to be great to be great. So you come great. I can't stand when people are so prideful that they don't want to ask that question because they think they're gonna look, you know, the, the term stupid or they're gonna look like they're not smart. Man, that's pride talking to you. Ask that question. Prideful people, every prideful person I probably ever met doesn't have a lot because they're usually bitter.
0: Mm. That's true. A lot that's
1: of them true. are bitter. The most mm. prideful person that you know is probably a bitter person because they don't want to ask. They don't want to reach out their hand. They don't want to extend their hand to either gain or give knowledge. I think that's so overrated. I think you really got to humble yourself Open yourself to learn. Now, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not saying you don't have pride in your culture and all that. That's different. Now, you're supposed to have pride in yourself. Yeah. Understand? But you shouldn't be so prideful that you're not you're not willing to open yourself to learn, or to listen, or to give information. I'm it shouldn't right. be that way.
0: That's we, why I think. That's why I do in. that. Well, we 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 dropping. <laughs> y- I hope somebody y'all better be listening to this because we dropping. You know, let's get some subscribers. Let's get some likes or whatever the case. Because you're not gonna get this anywhere else, God dog. It. Um, let me throw this up here because, uh, again, we, we we really trying to blow this up. We're we trying to provide back to the community. So opportunities are available to either come on screen, be with us. As you saw, I put the link out. So anyone that was wanted to be brave enough to get on the screen and chop it up with my man, Mr. Allen and myself, you can always do that each show. Uh, we are going to be coming more youtube focused as opposed to other platforms because again that's where most of the audience is and we're going to continue to curate but we're going to be as as available to folks as we possibly can um we have two other topics but uh i want to be cognizant first of all of your time and i think one of these topics is is timeless so i want to save that topic until until next week and i want to ask you this week, kind of as as a final closing conversation about uh, and this one may be the most controversial one, right? Um, Okay. Hiring in the NFL now, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, opportunities Mm -hmm. for top level positions, not just OC, Mm -hmm. not just DC, not just Mm -hmm. running back coaches, but we talk about the head coach. Urban uh-huh. Meyer. A lot, well, so a lot, a lot of folks went on interviewed for a lot of positions. A lot of folks got let go, relieved. Uh-huh. A lot of folks in the headline got fired. And uh-huh. one, one thing that you made particularly clear in a post, I think you did either on Facebook or Instagram, you, you made real clear distinction to some of the coaches that got let go, relieved of duty, parted ways versus the coaches that got fired.
1: Yeah, that terminology fired is an authoritative coming from an authoritative standpoint and let go or mutual mutual agreed separation. That comes from a mutual agreement kind of situation. It's not authoritative. It's like we came to a common ground and we left, I think. And I'm not blaming owners. That wasn't on ESPN. ESPN's Twitter was feed had posted those things and said, hey, the African-American coaches were fired. And all the white coaches that were let go, Caucasian coaches that let go, they had parted ways. You know, they came to a mutual agreement. Um, And one, like I said, one is is coming from a point of authority and one is coming from a point where it was a mutual separation. I think that's wrong. I think if you're going to report on any level of the same action, it should be the same. You know, both should be either fired or both should be let go, or you should say they all had a mutual agreement yeah. to let go. Because um, yeah, words matter, right? And words, words matter. matter. And we
0: we we really see those types of things. And again, when you make that distinction, kind of, kind of like Corey is saying, right? Those those are facts. Of that. But you know, when you say someone was just let go relieve the duty, or we decided to go separate ways, okay, okay, yeah. you can go find something else, any any anywhere else mm-hmm. you want. But mm-hmm. when we say, brother, you've been fired. From your position wow i mean that that brings a lot of weight a lot more kind of so 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 talk to us about your feelings about because a lot a lot of coaches got interviewed for the first one that's been filled is jacksonville Mm -hmm. but your boy i'm I'm, I'm
1: disappointed i'm disappointed and not not to knock urban meyer he's a great coach i'm glad iron meyer is hiring a lot of african-americans on his staff um but Eric Bieniemy, to me, obviously, is probably the most qualified person for a head coaching job in NFL. And then Brian Leffwich comes right after him. And neither one of these guys seem to be getting going to get hired for any one of the positions. Um, I think the NFL, in my in my opinion, we, we can work for them, we can do everything for them, but they don't want us to lead their teams. That's like we don't have any we don't have any black owners in the NFL. Um, they don't want us to be a part of that for whatever reason. Um, I think that's going to change over time. I do. Because we, we, we're slowly but cracking, we're now we have a black GM at Detroit, and they're starting to, they're starting to recognize that there's things there. But I mean, there's things in the other the other uh, you know, all races and all that. I believe, and I truly believe, you should hire who's the best qualified candidate. For your job, especially if you don't, you hire who you feel is the best qualified. But I find it very hard to believe that the 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 interim coach uh, Raheem that was in Atlanta is not qualified after he Atlanta, you know, after he took over the job, they at least won 500 with limited skills. You can't tell me Eric Bieniemy who's probably going to either go, who's went to a Super Bowl and might have a chance to go back to back Super Bowl when I have an opportunity to get a head coaching job. Uh, Brian LeFleur, who's been a great offensive coordinator is not going to get a chance to get, all, get, a, get a head coaching job. I don't know why our job jobs when it comes to us are so limited, and they give these other jobs that have been historically bad or guy or, or Caucasian coaches that haven't proven to win all these other opportunities. I love the 49ers defensive coordinator. I'm glad he's a Muslim, and I'm glad he got the head coaching job at the Jets. Um, I think that's a great hire, and I, I thought that was a great hire. But again, I don't, I'm don't i not understanding why BNME and, and those guys weren't considered for that job. Um, And I'm not in a boardroom. I don't know, you know, I don't know all the ins and outs. I'm not gonna I'm looking at it from the outside in. It could be more to it that I'm missing, but it doesn't seem that way. And that trickles all the way down to to college and high school as well. Yeah. In college, there's not a lot of African-American head coaches. It's it's not. You got some HBCUs and you the power in the power fives, it's very few. I matter of fact, there may be only like two or three, and that's amazing to me. Like we have all these athletes that you're coaching that are African American and Polynesian and Latino and so on and so on, but yet we can you won't allow us to lead lead them in battle, going on the field. And I don't want to use that terminology for war people, but I mean going in to compete. Um, I don't understand. And it trickles down to high school. I don't know about where other communities. But if you look at the grander scale, inner city schools may hire some African-American coaches and Latino coaches and Polynesian coaches. But you go out to greater screaming places. Most of those head coaches are white, even in the high school realm. So I'm not it's something it's something that's really there. And it's not it's not it it is systematic, Corey. It's systematic. And I I don't know. I, I don't have the answers how to break it. I don't. Yeah. I really don't. I don't know how to break it. I don't know how to crack it. I don't even know how to make them see something different, um, except that if, if we start to see something different and talk about it more. So I, be, I do believe there needs to be. That's more, the way, more, more, right. Yeah, yeah. Open conversation about yeah. it. Definitely. And, and address the elephant in the room. We can't we got to quit ducking the elephant in the room and say something about it. I do believe they're doing more so in the NFL now saying it. But I mean, I don't know if you noticed it, but I've noticed it. Eric Venom's talks have died down. He was the hottest thing going in, and probably week week twelve. Everybody, he's going to be the next head coach. Next head coach. All of a sudden, it's gone away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here we he what it
0: here. What do you say? Here we go with the government. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying government, man. But I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, Cory.
0: At, at the end of the day, though, I, I think yeah. you're right. You, you talk about the fact that you know how do we uh, yeah. make these conversations known, and that is by having these conversations, by having these awkward, you know, kind of kind of. uh uh, uncomfortable types of conversations. Yeah, like you mentioned, we're not in those rooms, but perception carries a lot of weight, right? Because what we see is again, yeah, we we can be out there running and sweating and and, and doing all of the things on the field, on the court, on the pitch, we're on the diamond, wherever the case may be. But we can't be the one call drawing, drawing up the plays. We can't be the one leading the team from a head coaching position or from. a manager position or even from like, like like an ownership position. Mm-hmm. Why is that? That dialogue does need to happen. And that needs to be, that needs to be uh, a, a focused conversation. What I do like, so it, it's happening in bits and pieces. Like what I do like is what like the uh, Florida Marlins did. Derek Jeter brought in Kim Ng. She's the GM. Mm-hmm. Woman, minority, GM for major league baseball team. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things hopefully will have a domino effect in some of these other major sports. Yeah, yeah, we've seen some uh, some, some some great strides in in coordinators and assistant coaches, and like the NBA. Pop's got an assistant coach that that took over for a couple yeah, weeks ago mm-hmm. when he when he got ejected. That's a good yeah. move. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. not that he got ejected from the from the from the game, but the fact that you know, you know he's got someone on on his squad that can take over. Uh, I know the I guess the Niners, right? That they've got some some female um, OCs or DCs Coach. or mm-hmm. coaches as well. Mm-hmm. Good move, but but again, they got the talent out there. What's the name? Walter. Um, One of of the coaches last name is Walter, but she she's out there and she's she's making some big things. These are the these are the folks that definitely have put in some time, need to get that opportunity to at least have that interview. Maybe, maybe they are having the interview that, that we just don't know, mm-hmm. but I think we do need to know. We, I, I think it would ah, help us I, to know that someone different is getting a look at, as opposed to getting hearing about the same old hat folks that are getting jobs. We don't have necessarily have a problem with Urban Meyer. He did great. He's got national mm-hmm. championships. He's had a couple of things that go on outside of this, out of his uh, professional life that that didn't that didn't look too good. But now here he is. Head coach in Jacksonville, he's building, he's building his his squad, and he's got his team, and and you know he's about to take on that, that large role. Somebody different needs to start getting those opportunities. You know, it's, it's time. Time.
1: you know, let's let's touch base a little bit on that on the baseball thing with the Marlins, and I and I do. Um, let me just start
0: Corey's own one right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What is it? Oh, He yeah. got to leave the shop, Man, yeah. there, there you go, brother. I, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you, Corey. I but I mean, though, right? let,
1: let, let's talk about like the Marlins thing, like, and I do, I applaud them hiring a woman and hired, at least she's a minority woman too as a way mm-hmm. to be the BGM. I think that's great. And I know baseball is a, a big, large Afro-Latino market. I'm saying my my question is why are we hiring why why are we looking at male males as well? You know, males males coming in that well, Afro-Latino males to be able to manage the market to be able to understand and navigate that. Nothing to take away from her. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad she's gonna she's gonna open up a lot of doors for a lot of people. But I'm saying why are other teams doing that that are also looking for GMs or managers? No, and, I agree. and going with other going with other sports. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm so happy for women making this stride but when is when are we is African American female going to be able to get the same opportunity to run the same race and make those strides as well? Because let's be perfectly honest, you know, hiring hiring the woman, and i applaud you, and I'm not, I'm that that just kills two birds two birds with one stone when it comes to the gender as well as the as well as the minority buckets on their on their checklist, you know, and then,
0: it it, yeah, it, does, I, it does it does it, 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 it does in 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 reality, but I, I I think Jeter being the owner, Derek Jeter, I, mm-hmm. I, I think he's. I think, I think he's, he's forward at, thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's forward
1: thinking. I, I agree. I, I don't
0: think he's looking at having kind of token members on his staff. I think he's actually looking for the right person. So, but I, I agree with you, right? Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of fills two check boxes by having, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so, so a, that high level position. But I, I think this was done for the right reason. Though.
1: No, no, no. And I, I, I think she's, like I said, I think she's going to open major doors for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to do some may things. I think she's going to be able to build a team. But I'm, I'm asking, when are the, you know? Latino coaches are going to get an opportunity. When are Black coaches? When yeah. are Asian coaches? When are all of us going to get the same chance to run that same race and get in? Because as she's breaking barriers, but I think we should have been broke those barriers a long time ago. Yeah. Me, in my, yeah. my personal opinion, I think we should have been, you know, in in a, in an ownership position, or we should have been able to been in those head coaches positions a long time ago, and we're not getting those getting those same. Chances or opportunities or accolades, and as far as the women in the NFL, I applaud them. I, and I know one of them. I know the one that coaches in Tampa Bay. She's awesome. She knows her exes oh She's on top of her stuff, like no other. She's a very passionate about football, and she's she's just she's no she knows her she knows her stuff, and I think that's great. I think all those doors should be open for everybody. It shouldn't be just you know it shouldn't be one concentration. I think right now the hot ticket is concentrating on women and, and, and putting them in those positions, and I and I applaud that. But I mean we got to figure out where, where can we get in that same line as well to have the same opportunities. Not necessarily maybe get the job, but definitely have the opportunities to be able to interview and fill those roles as well and show mm-hmm. how good we are yeah, in, in those same positions. Um and it's gonna I think it's gonna come. Like I said, man, I think the discussions are being there, they're, they're talking about it. It's moving at a snail pace. You know, it's moving at a snail pace. But I just can't believe back to the NFL, I just can't believe that Byron Leftwich and Me guys that gave their body, their soul, Everything they've been able to do. You're right. Basketball is the number one sport for inclusion. Yeah, you damn right on that one. They're, they're, them in baseball. Baseball's doing a pretty good job, too, but baseball, basketball's number one. But I can't believe, uh, back to Byron Leftwich and Eric Bienamy, who played this sport professionally, who's been coaching in the leads all these years, who's done everything, gave blood, sweat, and tears into these organizations in the, in the, in the game and They're not able to give an opportunity to become a head coach,
0: yeah.
1: You know, yeah. tenure is yeah. one thing, but you can't believe in tenure because the Rams coach is what 30 30 some odd years old, he ain't oh. never played it before. Oh, he's oh, a head coach,
0: you, you, you know, mess with McVeigh now. Okay. Yeah, I'm just – I'm not, not,
1: not <laughs> no knock on him, but you know what I'm saying? Don't give me that tenure, yeah. Don't give me that tenure argument yeah. or somebody that has to be in the lead to do it. That that guy has never played in NFL football and he's never been in the lead. He just his dad coached for years and they gave him the head coaching job. I, he's a great I, coach, he's doing his thing, but I'm saying. Don't slap me with a tenure when you do something like that. Don't don't give me all these other excuses when you make exceptions for other people to do it. But, you don't. you won't even give us an opportunity to knock down the door, or open the door in order to do it. And I think that's just a, that's just another it's a black eye on the NFL. It is, man. Since they dropped the ball on the Kaepernick thing, we've been seeing time after time how to just keep dropping the ball when it comes to race issues, racial discrimination issues or issues that are pertaining to people of color. They just keep dropping the ball one after yeah. the other. That's, and that's we a, and we keep supporting and we keep supporting it. Unfortunately, you know, people. Yeah, keep supporting and,
0: and and I think Tall Boy, who, who who made made a mistake. Corey said, "Yeah, you know, make, make sure you put some some props on my name there because you know he said, uh, you know, don't don't call him by his government name." But okay, but we going call him Tall Boy. Oh, Tall Boy, mm-hmm. yeah, I got you. <laughs> I forgot that Tall Boy, man. That's yeah, what man. I'm yeah, talking that, about, that, 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 bro. That, I can know that, notice in the picture. Yeah,
1: yeah. There you go. All right, <laughs> Tall Boy.
0: Let's have that discussion because we we had a conversation around table with athletes already, right? Talking Mm -hmm. about kind of the struggles of being an athlete coming up in the league. And then especially the struggles of being kind of a a minority athlete coming up in the league, going from amateur to to professional. But let's find a way to kind of segment this first, right? Get coaches, coordinators, Trainers, whatever. Let's let's maybe start at the high school level or the amateur level, and have that dialogue here on here, and then kind of elevate that to semi-pro and then pro, and and really get their perspective in this forum, because because sure. we can sit here and Monday morning quarterback it all the time. We we can be the sports pundits, and we we can we can ask questions of ourselves and the audience, but bringing someone who literally is in yep. that situation on a day-to-day basis i think you know help us get some perspective and, and really see how they feel because because yep. they, they may feel slightly different than we feel about, about i different.
1: absolutely i would love to see through their right. lens i want to see something through yeah. somebody else's lens absolutely because my lens is very narrow it's monto allen lens yeah. i want to see somebody else's lens definitely saw so, so they can show me a different way or how's a different way of looking at it
0: so, so talk to us about this this question that you just put out here, Corey. You know, then why do you support? I I, I don't understand that question. Why, why do we? He's support?
1: saying why why do we? Why, since we're having this argument, why do we still support the NFL? I believe, or why we still watch sports when we know all these these things are happening within within sports? Um, I I agree. I mean, I I really don't watch the NFL as much as I did did it. before. You catch me every Sunday watching every game. I don't watch as as much. I don't and my fault. I haven't completely boycotted. Colin Kaepernick was going through his thing. I boycotted it before. But um I don't have an answer. I really don't. I don't have an answer. I don't have an excuse why yeah. I don't boycott him all. they gonna say the same thing with me, right? I did it
0: for a minute, but but, yeah. but again, uh came back and just started and, and, and started watching playoffs, started watching championship games, things like that, uh, but haven't been as locked in. But 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 you're right, right? Because because the question that he was he was making there, stop supporting with ticket sales, hit him in the pocket. I mean, make 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 it hurt. Right, yeah, yeah. We can sit here and talk about it all we want to, and and say we're not going to do it. But sure enough, right? I had ESPN or I had Fox on a few minutes ago, watching the game, make, making sure I saw what the score, what whatever the case would be. So still feeding, feeding the machine, feeding the machine. Mm-hmm. And and you're right. We 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 more folks need to step up to the plate and actually say we are not going to support you if you don't make these 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 changes to the system. If you don't give us Straight answers, as opposed to why there doesn't seem to be any as much equity. Again, when, when when there are certain folks that are out there again running around the field, running around the court, sweating, you know, doing doing that hard work, but you don't see anyone in the ownership, management, coaching, leadership levels of those teams, brands, sports, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. That's a question that folks need to start asking. That that really is a folks question we need to start asking.
1: Yeah, that's that's a really good question. What do you
0: say? When do? So we we do yeah. it to us when we don't like it. <laughs> boy, my pastor used to say, "Boy, you 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 bring bringing up some things there." Like my pastor used to say, "Make it plain." I like that. Hey, oh boy, you gonna be on the show next week? Sundays at six o'clock. We come to your team. No sleep, ladies and gentlemen uh brother martel look again I'm, I'm cognizant of your time you got some folks behind the, behind the curtain in your house there that they got uh they're waiting for you, you oh mean, yeah you man yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm candles. gonna get back
1: to them i'm gonna get back I, to I them know, to set up do so.
0: <laughs> tall, tall boy man i hear
1: you man and i, I mean i'm i'll be the first i'm yeah. i guess i guess i'll be the first one to admit. i'm somewhat of a hypocrite i guess i could talk to walk but i ain't walked all the way to walk um on, on on those things um Small businesses, though, I, I try to support. My wife is very advocate about supporting those. So that one, I'm, I'm a little bit more because it hits more home. Yeah. But as far as I, the big juggernaut and the big thing, the big ones, man, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm guilty as charged. I can't, I can't.
0: So next, more I about what, so next week, we'll talk about that one topic that, that we left off. We'll talk about, I'll, I'll ask, are you actually going to watch the Super Bowl? don't answer don't Damn. don't don't because I don't know I don't know if your team is playing I, I don't know yeah. no, one's gonna be, no one's gonna be in the stands do you really want to see the weekend perform uh I, I don't don't answer we gonna we're gonna we gonna just we gonna just lay that out there and let that marinate right we going right, to I, gonna I got you I'm with you on that one <laughs> yeah. brother Martel, what oh, you I'm got, honest, brother man, man
1: tall boy I... I'm good. I'm good. I won't tell. Yeah, talk boy. I'm honest, man. I'm. 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 i shoot from the gut, bro. I, I'm on me. As far as what I got going on, I got a lot of, you know, my NBA sports thing is going on. Really, yes, uh, yes. connecting with a lot of kids. Um, trying to go in the power of no when it comes to recruiting with my with my Zoom calls, called straight from the horse's mouth. I let all student athletes get on the phone call with actual so college coach, which be very transparent with the questions and talk about the reality of recruiting, especially during this COVID times and how it's affecting the class of 2021 and 2022. Also, I'm talking a lot a lot about, you know, still my argument about the division two football in the state of California. Um, I do believe it still needs to be able to come back because there's just, you know, they're cutting off a lot of opportunities for, for a lot of people by taking it away. I'm not quite sure what other states are able to have it and we're not able to have it. And, but, but again, we need to get back just to life with the COVID stuff. We're not back to regular life yet to fight a lot of those battles just yet. Those are just discussions. I want to be able to spark, you know, some knowledge about, and then once life kind of starts to get back to normal, the dust kind of settles, settles with the COVID and we can start to get back to some type of normality. Okay. Then I'll hopefully be able to be able to re-involve re- re- those discussions and come back and then we get some answers.
0: I love it, brother. I love it, man. Positive. you know, Y'all just doing things, right? And just, just that's yeah. why we know sleep, right? Because we keep it moving. No, Appreciate you, man. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> man. Tall moving. boy, tall not, boy, not, man.
1: Appreciate it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I man. Tumble boy, tall boy, man. Salute, man. I appreciate you, brother, man. Always keeping us on our toes. I love, I love it. I like that. I can't wait to talk to you next week, man. You know, I know yeah, you man. hold things down in Atlanta
0: yeah he gonna be on the yeah, show next ahead. week he,
1: no, no he yeah. hes gonna be
0: on the show next week he itching right now he know he want to come on right now going <laughs> i'm gonna I make sure that he he find a way to get on the show with us next week so
1: yeah man let, let's let's have my brother man on there man but James you have a good one man I'm gonna go celebrate my daughter's birthday continue okay. that and then uh we you know no sleep we'll be back next we you know, seven days man we'll be back That's with true. 10 toes on the ground and ready to talk talk and chop
0: it up I'm gonna leave it at that we out